Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Making Better Bites. This is your host, Adrienne Wagner, registered dietitian, here to help you understand nutrition and health for everyday life for the everyday person. Follow along as we discuss food and nutrition in an approachable and exciting way that makes things more fun and easier to convert to your everyday life. Let's go ahead and jump into today's podcast. Hello and welcome back to today's podcast. It's Adrienne here and I'm actually coming to you on Friday morning. I am getting ready to go on vacation with my immediate family and I'm really excited but kind of in a rush to head out because I wait until the last minute to do everything if you haven't noticed. So we are heading to Florida today. We're going to be at the beach for a few days till let's see, Wednesday next week, and I'm so excited to go and sit on the beach because I'm just a huge beach bum. I love being in the ocean. I love being by the ocean, and I love the sun. I thrive like 75 to 85 degrees, so I I really can't wait. Um, Yeah, so it's just, I mean, really a few hours away, and we will be on our way in the plane. So I wanted to make sure that I did get a podcast out still this week and try not to be a procrastinator. And so here we are recording an episode about making a balanced plate and how to build a good plate, um, especially for weight loss. So I think this is really important because a lot of people, when they are trying to lose weight, focus on different diets or exercise, extreme amounts of exercise, and they really get caught up on the foods that they are not allowed to eat anymore or things that they're going to restrict or cut out of their diet. And all of that really goes really goes against everything that I ever want my clients to do or understand about health and a healthy way for long-term sustainable weight loss healthy dieting or okay when I use the word diet I have such a hard time because sometimes I mean it in the sense of a restrictive diet that people put you on but I also use it when I mean the term just for truly like diet is what someone eats regardless of what it is that's their particular diet so I use them interchangeably I apologize but anyways so I want people to understand how to live a balanced, healthful life, and to make habits that are going to be beneficial to them beyond just their weight loss and their desired weight loss goals. So that's why I really focus a lot on how to build a good plate and how to make decisions that aren't about what you're going to cut out and restrict yourself from, but are what you're going to add in and really focus on in your change in your dietary habits. So the biggest thing I always tell people is to make a balanced plate as frequently as you can and to do so regularly and no matter what situation you're in, whether you are at a cookout, whether it's the holidays, whether you're at a restaurant or cooking dinner for your family at home, you want to make sure that you are doing this the best you can every single time just so that you're building this as a habit and making 
yourself realize that it's possible to really do this day to day and eventually it just becomes second nature where you won't even think about it anymore. So I'll just go ahead and start talking about then what I view as being a balanced plate or a balanced meal. And it also leads into snacks, but today we're gonna focus mainly on your mealtime routine. So to me, a balanced meal is going to have a lean protein, it's going to have a grain, preferably a whole grain or a whole starchy vegetable of some sort. And it's going to have half your plate being fruits and vegetables. And then from there, you also, of course, want to have healthy fats. There's going to be fiber present, which I've talked about multiple times in the past because you're having vegetables and whole food sources. Lots of vitamins and minerals from the grains and from the vegetables, as well as, of course, proteins. And then also you are going to want to have something to drink for hydration so preferably would be a glass of water sparkling water whatever you prefer but something hydrating basically um and so i'll kind of break down from there then if you're looking at your plate so a quarter of your plate is going to be your lean protein and this by making it a quarter of your plate, I think that this helps give a visualization that isn't worrying about how many ounces you're weighing out or how much meat you should be eating. So, of course, a serving, if you don't know, should be roughly the size of a palm of your hand if you're eating some type of meat. Um, but just aim to make it about a quarter of your plate. So that can be things like chicken, fish, eggs, any of those proteins and then you also want to or you also could be doing a vegetable or a plant-based protein so tofu seitan chickpeas any kind of bean quinoa things like that and then the next quarter of your plate is going to come from like i said the grains whole grains starchy vet, whole vegetable portion so that could be brown rice whole wheat toast quinoa, oatmeal, or a side of beans, or even like a baked sweet potato or baked white potato. And then from there, that just, the, so then from there, it leaves you with half of your plate being fruits and vegetables. And also something to keep in mind when you're building a plate, yeah, it's easy to visualize, especially when you're starting out, like actually having the foods separate from one another, but of course this could be in a mixed dish as well, just making sure you have more veggies than you do of the other foods present in your dish. And also your food items could account for more than one thing. So like I said, with quinoa, that can be a grain and a protein. Um, you know, an egg can be protein and a healthy fat or just things like that. So it's not always necessarily going to stick to one category, but for the sake of explanation, it's easiest to think of it in individual food group forms. So then um, with half of your plate being vegetables, and when I say vegetables, I mean it can be any vegetables. It can be raw vegetables, sauteed, baked, boiled, cooked into a, in a soup, a salad, any, any way that you want to eat your vegetable form. Is perfectly fine. The importance of making sure that half of your plate is fruits and vegetables, especially for weight loss, but for health overall, is because 
One, most Americans do not get enough vegetables in their diet. Two, most Americans do not get enough variety of vegetables or micronutrients like vitamins and minerals. And then also because when, especially when you're trying to lose weight, it's important to make sure that you have a lot of volume of food. So like larger quantities and you can have very large quantities of vegetables for very low calories. That doesn't mean I want you to sit down and only eat a giant bowl of vegetables and not have anything else to it because like we've talked about in the past, that's not going to leave you satisfied and that's not a complete meal. You need all of the components to be present in order to have an actual full meal. So with the foods that are, are going to make up a quarter of your plate, those are typically foods that are higher in calories um, and lower in nutrients at times. So like I would consider them to be more calorie dense foods and I would consider vegetables to be very low calorie and nutrient dense foods, which is very important. Um, so by making sure that you have lots of vegetables, um, you are, sorry about my dogs, by making sure you have lots of vegetables, you are going to be filling up your stomach that takes up more volume room in your stomach and so it leaves you feeling satisfied, but also they have lots of fiber and water in them. So that's going to also slow down the digestion of your other foods. And, and all of that is for much lower calories than if you were to get a second helping of potatoes on your plate or a second helping of like mashed potatoes. I feel like that's a very common American diet to eat is something really starchy like mashed potatoes or bread or pasta and that being your main entree right along with a large portion of meat or any kind of protein. So we really want to kind of tweak that vision of what you're going to see when you look at your plate and what I want you to see when you are looking at your plate is lots of color, lots of variety. It should be colors of the rainbow all day long that you're getting and I mean this in a natural way from fruits and vegetables that are naturally lots of different colors and it should be full of things that you can find in their original form like from the earth so that's whole fruits whole vegetables where nothing is wrong with eating like meat that's been processed further into these pieces of meat that you don't recognize obviously as like an animal or a grain that isn't been processed further where you don't recognize it as it's like whole form necessarily or a starch in that way but like these whole earth foods you want to make sure that you have plenty of them in your diet and i want you to have lots of color because lots of color means you're getting a lot of variety in nutrients which is extremely important for our health as far as being healthy individuals but also important when you are trying to lose weight one thing that I do want to bring up about increasing the amount of fiber in your diet, um, since we're talking about the importance of it and how it can be satiating and all of that, which is very true, but I do want to say you should take this slowly. For one, because you want to make sure that you're building it into an actual habit instead of feeling like you're forcing yourself to add these vegetables into your diet when you really don't like them or you really don't want to. Um, cooking techniques can go a long way. Trying things in ways you haven't before. Say you've 
only ever had like frozen Brussels sprouts in the microwave and they stink and you don't like them, I would definitely try buying them fresh and roasting them in the oven or sauteing them in a pan. You know, there's lots of ways to tweak the flavors of foods and alter them based on seasonings, herbs, spices, and method of cooking. So definitely give yourself time to adjust to foods, especially if it's not something that you have eaten before or are accustomed to. And experiment with lots of different flavors and ways of doing it. If you're used to eating casseroles, maybe start just adding some vegetables into your casserole that you know you already like. Or, you know, just make sure you're doing it in a familiar way at first because it does take time to get used to. This isn't something that's necessarily going to happen overnight, especially if you're someone who doesn't like vegetables right now. And then the other point I want to make is that if you're not someone who gets a lot of fiber in your diet, um, eat it. Quickly increasing the amount of fiber that you eat can cause some digestive problems, discomfort. So um, just take it slowly for that reason as well. And while you're adding more fiber into your diet, you're also going to need to increase your water intake or your fluids overall because digesting fiber and processing it and then excreting it, um, it takes up a lot of water in your system. And so you can get dehydrated or have just um, gut issues because of it if you um, just add a bunch of fiber in quickly without also adding in water. But like I said, do it slowly as well because everybody has different gut microbiomes and gut health and bacteria in your system. And if you if your body isn't accustomed to breaking down fiber, digesting it, and knowing how to process it and excrete it and you load yourself up with a bunch of fiber, you can easily become constipated, especially if you're not drinking enough water because um, your body is going to pull all the water out in your intestines from those foods. And um, if you don't have enough water to flush with your system, you, like I said, can become constipated and your stool can bulk too much. So make sure that you're drinking plenty of water and make sure you take it slowly because your body needs to adjust to being able to digest that much fiber. And it happens over time. You're going to build up more good bacteria. You're going to build up a healthier gut and system overall as you cut out those foods that aren't as good for you and start replacing them with foods that are higher in nutrients, um, whether it's fast food or just changing your portions from large amounts of meat and starches to large amounts of the uh, whole foods. So it's going to be an adjustment and I would just give yourself grace and time to adjust and to make it a habit overall. Um, I would say just beginning with every night for dinner, you're going to try to do this or you um, just pick one meal. For me, if I start with breakfast, I know I'm gonna have a good day because at least I've gotten a lot of vegetables loaded at the front of my day and it encourages me to eat more vegetables later on in the day as well. But also I just like knowing that I have a lot of veggies in my diet at the beginning. And then, um, so a way that I really make sure that I can get a lot of vegetables, I like to use leftover veggies from the night before if I have any from dinner and I'll just heat them up and cook them with my eggs, but also a giant handful of spinach sauteed in a little bit of olive oil um, goes a long way. I think asparagus chopped up small into smaller pieces and sauteed in some oil is really good with eggs. Or if you're in a hurry, I just 
pour a bunch of salsa on it and that's also really good. Or if you're someone who prefers raw veggies, having raw veggies on the side like some sliced bell peppers or a spinach salad or something like that can also be good for your breakfast routine. Um, so those are just a few ways that you could add it into breakfast. And then, um, so let's say you have some eggs and then you put a lot of veggies with it and then you could have one or two slices of a whole grain toast with a little bit of butter. And then instead of using jelly because it can be really high in sugar and there's really not that much fruit content to it, I do like to take either some frozen fruit and pop it in the microwave or I will take some fresh fruit, especially like raspberries are really easy to do this with because they're already soft and just mash them up with a fork on top of your toast. And then you're getting fruits and veggies into your breakfast, great source of vitamin C and you're getting a good variety of colors and nutrients and things like that. So that is one example of how I do this like at my breakfast routine because sometimes people struggle with that more um, than at other times of the day. So give yourself grace, maybe try one day, one meal a day that you're going to do this with and do that for a couple weeks until you get used to it. Or even trying that you're just going to do it like three times this week where you're going to put a new vegetable on your plate for dinner because you're really not used to having anything green for veg for dinner at all. So it's perfectly fine. Everybody has their own starting point. It's just important that you do it because your overall health and the vitamins and minerals that you get, that's what helps your body do process so many different things within itself on a microscopic level. There are so many processes that occur in your body that need vitamins and minerals in order for them to function in order for those cycles to go through and you might think that you're feeling okay you know you're healthy enough you've never got a bad report and you really don't eat vegetables but if you change your diet to start including more fruits and vegetables that alone i think you will and increasing your water you will notice a huge difference in how you feel you're going to have more energy i promise you're going to have better bowel movements better digestion you're you're just you're going to be healthier overall without really having to do anything else of course exercise is great of course all these other things that you can do are good for you supplements can be fine but they are no match for eating the real food source your body digests and processes those real foods and the vitamins found in food so much better than from a vitamin and you don't really know how much is in that vitamin if you're really absorbing it all if you're contradicting it with other because of other things that you are eating and you're canceling out that vitamin all sorts of things that can go into it um, I will pass along one thing especially if you live in a state that is not sunny or you're not outdoors much through the winter vitamin D is um is harder to get through food sources and if you're not out in the sun your body can't make it on its own so the sun is what activates our body our cells to be able to make vitamin d and activate it in that process so i do recommend taking a vitamin d supplement if you are someone who is not in the sun very much it is really important for your health it is Vitamin D is part of hormone processes and your body needs it. So that is one thing that I would say if you were going to start taking a vitamin, I would make it vitamin D because it's very important, especially if you don't spend time in the sun or if you always wear sunscreen, those sort of things, because it is harder to get in your diet and we do really need it. 
Um, but other than that, it's great to and important to get these things through the whole food form and your body's going to digest it and use it much better. So all of that being said, I do have to go because we're leaving soon and so I just wanted to make sure I got something out and explain to you a little bit about why this is so important to me and why this is like the core of my philosophy and understanding of nutrition and what I explain to people because it's so basic and you can easily, easily make this into a lifetime habit whether you're looking to lose weight or not. It's so important to make sure that you're having a balanced plate. So I hope that you guys have all had a fabulous weekend. And if you want to ask me any questions or reach out, follow me on my socials. You can find them in the description box as well as my email address. Or another hub for that is my website, betterbytesrdn.com. And if you're ever curious, that RDN is actually my licensing title. So I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. It's an official term. I can go over how to become a dietitian sometime if you guys want, or I'll put it out there if you have any questions about that. But anyways, please reach out to me. Please reach out with any suggestions you have for podcast ideas, things that you want to hear from me. And of course, as always, share this with any family or friends that you think would be interested. Let them know you love the podcast. You're learning a lot out of it. You're getting a lot from it. And that is a great way to help me grow as well as reviews and ratings. So yeah. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Have had a great weekend. Have a great week this week. And I look forward to helping you all continue making better bites.